You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And that is when this whole story just takes a huge dump. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Write that down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all new Score North and the Score North mobile app. And that's right. It's. Friday at 5 o'clock, which means write that down predictions and an accountability session because we, Craig Gass, who's going to hang out with us here and possibly even make a prediction or two of his own with uh, a show at New Hope Cinema Grill tonight. But, um, yeah, go ahead, throw him a... So we make predictions every week on this show, and unlike all the other idiot talking head shows around the country, <laughs> we keep track of those predictions and hold each other accountable with full batting averages. And so let's go through some of the carnage here. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, then. And uh, go through some of the incorrect predictions. And by the way, uh, in addition to Craig Gass, Tom Arnold, we uh, have has just hey, stumbled guys. into the studio, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And uh, I've just been uh, really, uh, I've been in Minneapolis for a few days now. Uh, I'm going to be going to see uh, Craig. And uh, man, what a, what a nice town you guys have here. I was at a, a Cocaine Anonymous meeting last night with Brett Favre. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that loud, but Brett, Brett's... Brett's got a bad coke problem, and uh, and uh, and Henry Winkler is his sponsor. And again, I shouldn't say that out loud, but Henry Winkler is he's addicted to upskirt porn. Can't stop, uh, you know, racking it. And, uh, but uh, but yeah, but I'm clean and sober though. I've, I've been uh, I've been clean and sober for a long time, and I'll be in New Hope this weekend with Craig Gass, and uh, looking forward to seeing him and uh, and hanging out and uh, having some fun. Am, I, am I talking too much? Or no, so we love you on the best damn sports show. Period. That, so thank you. Uh, yeah. All the fonz was addicted to upskirt upskirt porn. I know yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Henry Winkler, he's he's addicted to upskirt porn, and, and his sponsor is Bryant Gumble. Bryant is addicted to uh, uh, helium, which makes no sense at all. But he's he's addicted to helium and talking uh, like a white guy. And uh, but uh, but yeah, he's. And for anybody who doesn't know, uh, I used to be famous uh, in the nineties. I was uh, uh, you know did a couple movies. I was married to a giant bitch of a woman named Roseanne, and. Uh, uh, she, uh, but I, but honey, if you're Rosie, if you're out there, I love you, and the checks keep coming on time. And uh, you know, I, I actually have advice for any young people out there listening. If if you're going to get married, do it for cash. Get as much cash as you can get. And then, uh, you can get married for love as many times as you want, but the first time you get married, just just get married for cash, and then uh, and then the rest of your life, you can kind of figure out what your problem is. What a, and, uh, what a great pleasure to have Tom Arnold. Write it down. You like writing hanging out with us in the studio here. Let's go through some incorrect predict, uh, predictions, and we'll make ours for the week here. All right. All so right. Uh, I incorrectly told you guys that Byron Buxton would hit for the cycle last weekend. Not uh, the first time you said that. Uh, that's the third time I've tried to predict that. I also said that Nelson Cruz would have a multi-home run game last weekend. He hit like three home runs, but only one per game. 
Um, and that Kyle Rudolph would agree to a restructure before training camp, and so I salvaged one. Yeah. Look at you. I appreciate that. Yep. I predicted that uh, Mark Wahlberg would have a multi-drug overdose. It didn't happen last week. And, uh, yep, that was, that kind of screwed up. I also predicted that uh, I would be successful. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't work out either. I think I think Tracy Morgan has a prediction. You guys want to hear Tracy Morgan's Please. prediction? Yes. I predicted that this weekend in New Hope that I was going to film an independent film called Men in Back with some ladies. <laughs> Just look for the white handy van in the parking lot and bring your own shoehorn. If you want to see Craig Gass, go inside the New Hope Cinema Grill. You want to be in a movie called My Butt Hurts. Come out to the white van in the parking lot. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. Let's see here. Judd said Drake would be ejected from at least one game in the finals before the series is done. He, he should have been. Amazing, amazing self-restraint. <laughs> said the Twins would sweep the Tigers. And the Bruins would win the Stanley Cup. But you did correctly say the Twins would have at least five guys collect a save sometime this season. Bruins screwed me. I had him in game seven. Yeah, they bad. screwed me too, Judd. You know, Drake is, uh, I see him at Narcotics Anonymous meetings. Uh, <laughs> nice guy. Uh, he's addicted to bumbling. And uh, <laughs> he, he, real real nice guy, though. And, uh, uh, and, and Vanilla Ice is his sponsor. I shouldn't say that out loud. But Vanilla Ice, uh, he, he's addicted to ketamine. And uh, that guy, nice guy. Uh, but, uh, man, he just he scares me. And he's, uh, uh, but uh, that has nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> Let's see here. Jonathan, you said the NBA Finals would go at least six games and the Warriors would win the series. You said the Twins would sweep the Tigers and hit at least eight home runs. Manny said Barrios would go seven in a win a couple weeks ago. And he went six and two-thirds. It's wrong. Because you made the prediction. God. Twins will sweep so the Tigers. Brad Marchand will win the Con Smythe. And the Bruins would win the Stanley Cup. All of those yeah. incorrect. Rami said Warriors would win the NBA Finals. And the Twins would take two out of three. So, I predicted that the uh, stupids would get an Oscar, <laughs> and it didn't. It, it did not. It did not get an Oscar. Thank you. Thank you. That is correct. That is correct. So with that, our batting averages on the season are all below 300, and Manny's is now below 100, along with the guests who are wow. below 100. We are failing miserably. Can we have uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss make a prediction that went wrong? Please. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss, and I predicted that Kiss would stop raking their man their their fans for cash, but we still keep taking cash from our fans. <laughs> Boom. What's the latest product from Kiss? Right now, if you go to kissonline.com, there's something amazing going on right now. You know, they say that prostitution is the oldest profession in the world. You ever heard that? I have. That's true. And that's why right now, if you go to kissonline.com, do you have a sister? Do you have a mother? How'd you like to watch them get pounded by Kiss? Go to kissonline.com. Click on my cod piece, and you can have a real boyfriend experience with a member of KISS. And for a limited time, Ace Freely is just 20 bucks. Boom. And we're doing it for the fans. A lot of people think we're doing it for money, but we're doing it for the fans. And that's why the farewell tour is brought to you by American Airlines. We love to fly, and it shows. And Hyatt Place in Eden Prairie. 
Want a good night's sleep? Come to my room at Hyatt Place in Eden Prairie. I so did not see Gene Simmons joining the segment. Well, we make predictions, too. Like, we had a prediction. Can we make our fans pay 20 times more for the farewell tour than our last farewell tour? Turns out we're right. Boom. Write it down. You like writing things down. Craig Gass, where can people find you tonight and tomorrow night again? Craig's going to be inside the New Hope Cinema, but I'm going to be in the parking lot making an independent film going, shut your mouth. (laughs) All the info is at getgas.com. The greatest comedy shows of all time are in New Hope tonight and tomorrow night in St. Cloud on Sunday. Get your tickets at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's. That's ass. Thank you, Craig Gass. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Tom Arnold. Thank, Thank you, Chase Martin. Jim Simmons. Thank you, white people. <laughs> Thank you to the Kiss Army. If you missed any segment of this show, guess what? It's available for twenty nine ninety five at kissonline.com. Boom. Mackie and Judd with Robbie on the all-new score. Write that down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Right, that, was, that was super fun having Craig Gass hanging out in studio. That was awesome. And... Uh, Impressionist, comedian, storyteller. Gene Simmons might have been my favorite. <laughs> so we were just like, behind the scenes story. We were down the hallway during one of the breaks, just like he was cutting some stuff for us. Yeah. And he busted out the Gene Simmons because he hadn't done it on the mic here. Yeah. He busted out the Gene Simmons and like did like a vulgar promo that we could never put on our actual show. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. So, uh, so we'll definitely we'll definitely mix some of those in. Write it down. You like writing things down. But just to reset here, we went through the accountability session. Pretty much everyone got everything wrong, and now Judd leads with a two ninety seven batting average. Here we go again. <laughs> Listeners are at two ninety. I'm at two seventy nine. Rami's at two forty two. Jonathan's at one fifty four. Manny's at oh eighty seven, and our guest predictors are at oh eighty three. So let's pick it up here, okay? Let's write it down. You like writing we'll things. Start with Judd. Go around the room. We need some correct predictions on the board here. Second half of the season. Let's get this thing rocking. All right. Prediction one, and this actually uh, comes off our conversation earlier today on Purple Daily with Matthew Collar hypothesizing that Delvin Cook might get what? Did he say three hundred carries, Rami? Yes. He basically thinks that Delvin Cook is going to be the uh, bell cow of this offense and used a ton. To which Rami and I both pointed out, okay, that's a great idea, except for the fact that Delvin Cook doesn't necessarily stay healthy. So if Collar's right, I'm going with this, write that down. Delvin Cook will play in 13 or fewer games this season for the Vikings. Okay. Because if he's the bell cow, he's not going to play in 16 games. He's going, something's going to get, something's going to go wrong. So Delvin Cook will play in 13 or fewer games this season for the Vikings. Write it down. You like writing things down. Jonathan Harrison. This is off the uh, the Warriors losing last night and basically losing half their team over the upcoming offseason. The Warriors will not make the Western Conference Finals next season. Okay. All right. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Manny Hill, we've got to get you on track here. Uh, Kawhi Leonard will sign with the Clippers this summer. Ooh. Interesting. I he's like done it. All, he's done all he needs to do in Toronto. If that happens... Will he get warm receptions when he goes back to Toronto for I helping so. them with the championship? He better. If I he doesn't, so. then those fans are idiots. There better not be any burning Kawhi jerseys. I don't think Toronto does that as a whole. Do you guys? What? I, they're too nice? You think Canadians I think are too per, nice? I think they're pretty. These I are think, the people who cheered Kevin Durant getting hurt. Right, but that, that was in the heat of the moment. I think they're going to appreciate well, what Kawhi They would burn did. jerseys in the heat of the moment, too, right? Like that's. But by the time he gets back there, as a Clipper, I think they're going to be like, hey, we got a title. The Maple Leafs don't have a Stanley Cup since 1967, guys. Okay? That's true. They've yeah. got an NBA. They got a a Larry O'Brien 
trophy now. We're they, calling it the LOB now. Did if, you hear that last night? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. The LOB? They're, they're, they're call, like, players are calling it the LOB. It should be the uh, David Stern trophy now. If the uh, if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, the uh, NBA should have the Clippers open up the season at Toronto. Yeah. And let Kawhi get his <laughs> ring along with the rest of the Raptors players. Write this down. Does Drake get a ring too? Did you guys see? So Drake was at the. <laughs> He'll probably the, design the ring. Drake was at the Jurassic Park viewing party. Yeah. And he came out somewhere like behind the scenes. It's must have been in the arena, like in the locker room. And he comes out in the hallway. And there was probably thirty or forty media members and cameras, like, like a player would have if they walked yes. out. And he did a press conference. Yeah, I saw oh my it. God! Yeah, Drake yeah. did a post game press conference from Toronto. Of course he did. Why didn't he go down. to uh, Golden State for the game? I have no idea. You're Drake, dude. Go sit courtside. Yeah, you want to be with his people in the six. Surprise! He probably would throw on a Warriors <laughs> jersey if the Robbie's Warriors would have won the series. What, I can't say in the six? Is that no? Is that <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, you're an older man now, okay? <laughs> Not 40 yet. Write that down. Close enough. I get to say in the six for four more months. Um, let's see. I'll start also with an observation from Purple Daily today because I, I trust Matthew Collar and his football acumen. He says C.J. Ham, the fullback, which is still a thing in the NFL, will have 30 receptions. So I'm I'm going with it. On the advice of Matthew Collar, write this down. C.J. Ham will have at least 30 receptions wow. this year. Yeah. To which you acknowledge as Collar was saying it. Hold on a second. Say that again so I can write that down. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. I actually have three Timberwolves-related predictions for this season. Oh, or for, okay. the, for this for uh, the offseason? For this for this day of write that down predictions. Okay. Because I don't know. I We can talk more about this here after write that down predictions. But if Toronto can win a championship... It's not a desirable free agent spot. If they can be savvy front office and and make the right trades, I think there's hope for the Timberwolves. So write this down. The Minnesota Timberwolves will acquire D'Angelo Russell this offseason. Whoa. Welcome to the club. Okay. Oh, you're going there too later? No, I had that last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. I don't even pay attention to this. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> sure. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd? Oh, I'll stay on the National Football League track here. Odell Beckham will be suspended by the Browns for at least a game this season for an undetermined infraction. So not injury. Odell Beckham will miss at least one game after earning a suspension from the Browns for an unspecified so infraction this of is team a, rules. A, a, a game suspension? A game suspension. He, the team will suspend him for a game. What would for you have to do to get suspended by your own team for a game? Go away. Well. Talk back to a coach. In practice, I feel like that'd be like a any, one quarter suspension. Any number of things that Odell Beckham can do, he'll do one of them. <laughs> All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back to Jonathan. Uh, we're going twins on this one. Noah Syndergaard will be a twin Whoa. by the trade deadline. Whoa! 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 Yeah. Woo! Whoa. Write this down. This guy hinted at that. I was hinting at that. Big fan of perk on baseball. Wow! Damn. Uh, Manny Brooks Kepka will win the U.S. Open this weekend. Okay, I think he's I think he's a few shots back right now. Is Justin? Yeah, Rose he had is, good, he's had a nice couple of. How's Tiger doing? Uh, uh, Tiger is. I think he finished even par like on the tournament. He's a few shots back. He's not leading, but he's like he's like six shots back or something. He's in it. U.S. Open. If it gets windy, Tiger Woods has the best chance to like grind out pars. And maybe like, his hope is that it gets windy and then the field comes back to him. Sure. Otherwise, Write this down. Screwed. 
Write it down. You like writing things down. Parlay here. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Byron Buxton will have at least two home runs this weekend, and the Twins win the series with the Royals. Okay. At least two home runs for Byron Buxton. No cycle? No cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down. Is that one of yours again this I'm week? Just, I'm going to let that sit for Every week. weekend, it's Buxton. Hey, he was a triple away. Watch him hit for the cycle this weekend. The weekend that Phil got I love that so He's much. So mad. So mad. All right, write this down. So, Jonathan, what did you predict about the Warriors that they won't make the Western Conference Finals? Yeah. I'm going to one up you here. I think, anyways. The Timberwolves will finish above the Warriors in the Western Conference standings Whoa. next year. Next year? Okay. Next year. Okay. Well, right, they're not. They're not going right. to have Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. Either the prediction was out of Whoa! They're not going to have Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. The Timberwolves will finish above the Warriors in the Western Conference standings. Are you and Jonathan smoking during breaks and not sharing? Write this down. Do you name, okay, join? Can, can you name me four other Warriors besides Boogie and and Steph and Dre? No, but I don't think they're going into next season <laughs> with this roster. That's a smart. That's a smart enough organization that I have faith that well, they'll put something together to be better than the Wolves. Well, they're for sure maxing out Clay, and he's not like people are saying. Well, like February, that dude ain't playing in February. You don't tear your ACL halfway through June and come back in February. There's no chance. Mm. So he's not playing until after the All-Star break. And Ke- Ke- March. Kevin Durant won't be playing for them regardless of whether he's on the team. At all next year. So I'm just... Yeah, just Write it down. You like writing things down. down. Okay. okay. Judd? The Twins will sweep the Kansas City Royals this weekend at Target Field. I predicted a sweep of the Tigers last weekend. I was wrong by one game. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's awful. They're a dumpster fire. They're a joke. Yeah, this is where it's really nice. Sweep them. The bullpen's terrible, but like the Royals are on your schedule, so yeah, it's probably probably not going to matter. Write this down. Write that down. All right, back to Jonathan. Since my soccer one from last week is going so well already, Alex Morgan five goals, leading the tournament. Uh, the U.S. Men's National Team will win their first Gold Cup game Tuesday night at Allianz Field by at least four goals. Whoa! Mm. Who yeah. do they play again? Guyana. It's the fir- their first time in the Gold Cup. Okay. Write Minnesota. this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Over to Manny. Uh, the Twins will sweep the Royals this weekend, and they'll win each game by at least three one uh, three runs. Well, a bunch of bunch of twin sweep predictions the last couple. Did weeks. you make a Twins prediction that's going to now not come true <laughs> yes. and it's going to screw <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Man, I you like know your predictions. I, 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 I know your predictions don't come true. I added to it, so I mean, they could. No, I'm not. Bla- and- I'm just saying that if you make a prediction now, it's not going to come true. So I'd like a, another shot. <laughs> I love this strategy by Manny because he knows everything's not going to be a hit at this point. So he's just going to take others down with him. Yeah. It's a devious strategy. He's I shif- like it. He's shifting. I love it. It's the write that down shift. I really love this. He's game. playing a shallow right field. He's like the guy in Goodfellas who was, remember, put him in the bathroom, the guy? Because everything he touched, every bet he made, he was wrong about it. And they were, I don't, I can't, now I'm doing a terrible job of describing the scene, but they for, they push him into the bathroom because he's bad luck and they don't want him in the room while they're playing dice. <laughs> it's Manny. In Goodfellas? Or was it Goodfellas? That's not Goodfellas. No? I've seen that film about 500 times. It's not Goodfellas. Bronx Tale? Never seen that one. Rocky Five. You've never seen a Bronx mentioning Tale? Movies no. now? Oh, my God. That have been a good fellow's like 87 It times. is a Bronx Tale. It was a Bronx Tale. I've never seen a Bronx Tale either. You got, who am I working with? Come on. Bronx yeah, Tale's yeah, a good you're... movie. Well, That's a good movie. It's a great just you and Manny. Who am I working with? It's a great <laughs> movie. Dumb and dumber. It's a good movie. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. Rami. Uh, Byron Buxton will win an MVP. 
like in his career. In his career, Byron Buxton wow. will win an okay. MVP. Byron Buxton will be the man, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Byron right. Buxton will play another baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. Before my last prediction here, which is going to shock shock the room, I think. Uh, listener predictions for the week. You can tweet us your listener predictions at Score North, at Phil Mackey, at Rami is tweeting, at Jay Zilgad. Our guy, uh, James Murphy, who should be around here somewhere, coming in here to work tonight. He says... La Tortuga, write this down, will not be with the Twins organization. I'm really to not start. liking this Murph dude. He, he's, <laughs> he's the biggest Tortuga hater in the world. He will not be with the Twins to start next season. And Brandon P says the Twins will have four All-Stars, one starter, and three reserves. So just know if it's two and two, you're wrong, Brandon, because you yeah, were you awfully specific. Should have left it vague. But since we're making Timberwolves predictions here. Write this down. Write this down. Andrew Wiggins will set career highs in 2019-20 in these three categories. Who are you? <laughs> With what team? <laughs> I'm going to leave it open, but probably the Timberwolves. Let's wait for the categories first. Three-point percentage, rebounds per game, and assists per game. So you picked okay. his three lowest categories already? Listen. <laughs> There's really nowhere to he go. He set that up. bar low for himself. <laughs> All right, Man, I that, think this is like a bunt single. He's going to set career highs yep. in three point percentage. That Wolves Kool Aid is flowing towards right Phil right now. <laughs> yes, it is. So there they are. Those are our predictions that are most likely going to go wrong. Statistically, we're all batting below three hundred on the season. Um, so last night, Toronto Raptors they close it out in six games. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is is now the ender of two different dynasty runs or two different like semi dynasties. <laughs> He ended the Warriors run, unless you think they're going to have a resurgence and mm-hmm. pop back up, and some people think that. And uh, he also put a fork in the LeBron James Miami Heat. Can you guys name me another, Jack Morris is on this list, mercenary sports signing that worked out as well as Kawhi, or trade, or acquisition, let's say, that worked out as well as Kawhi Leonard to the Raptors, where you bring a guy in, it's a short-term thing, it's a one-year thing, at least in spirit. <laughs> Contractually, Jack Morris came in 1991 Twins. He pitches his ass off like, 10 innings in Game 7. I feel like David Cohn was traded at the trade deadline every year for a five-year stretch there. And, was helping, and was helping teams win World Series. I think he helped the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Okay. But for a whole, let's say a whole year, though. Like a guy that... I mean, oh, for an entire season. The one that came the closest here besides uh, Blackjack was Brett in 2009. And that darn near worked out. Yeah. And that and that was that was the biggest mercenary act of all time because that was I, I want to go um, to an offense I know I want to go to a place where I can shove it up the you know what of the GM who decided I was done playing after I was done playing but then I decided I wasn't done playing the far one had all of the uh, potential elements of a mafia sports hit to come back and eliminate the Packers but of course it didn't work. This game close to working. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, I think Jack Morris and Kawhi Leonard are on, if there's like a new Mount Rushmore being started of just mercenary hitmen for a team. And Jack Morris was a Minnesotan, so it was a little bit less, it wasn't like an outsider coming in. Yeah. Like Kawhi Leonard. But um, I don't know if there's like an obvious third one where a championship was the payoff. Because Brett Favre didn't pay off in a Correct. championship. It, just it, wasn't, it wasn't just one year, but the Dennis Rodman to the Bulls move. That was a mercenary move. That was a guy who was hated by the Bulls and Bulls fans. Scottie Pippen 
has a scar in his chin to this day from Dennis Rodman pushing him into the first row of chairs and a bloody gash opening up on his chin. When he was with the like the Spurs? When or he was with the Pistons, Pistons, I believe. And they were like, yeah, we don't like him, but we're trying to win championships, so we're going to bring this guy in. It was a three-year run, but that was a straight-up mercenary yeah. move to bring Dennis Rodman in. Yeah, Are you guys going to think... When you think of you know the list of NBA champions, are you guys going to put an asterisk next to Toronto Raptors yes. because of all the injuries? Yes, absolutely. Will you really? Yeah, I won't. Ha, ha, I won't. No, they do not beat the Warriors if healthy. They don't beat the Warriors if just Kevin Durant goes down. Still, do do you guys? And now, as we have this conversation right now, I get why you're saying that. But do you guys? Do that for a lot of championships. I don't. I can't remember a championship where injuries were this rampant for what we know is a great team. Well, how about the first Warriors championship? The Cleveland Cavaliers didn't have Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love. And I think that I think that series still went six games, and if I'm I've, not mistaken. And I, I've forgotten even, that by now, to be you know. So the reality is we're, we're probably going to forget anyways in five years. I don't think so. For Kevin Durant and, and, and Clay Thompson to suffer injuries that... Carry on through the next season, and you lost a series to the Toronto Raptors. I'm sorry, I I won't I won't forget that this is how they won that series. Never forget, never hashtag, um, never remember forget. every day, <laughs> every day. I won't. I, there's in, there's absolutely an asterisk in, next to this championship for the Raptors. In, in my five book. years as casual basketball fan, if you ask me about this, the only thing that I'm going to recall vividly is that Kawhi went to Toronto for a short stint and won a championship. Does anybody does anybody here think that the Raptors win that series if Clay Thompson is healthy for the whole the whole series? If Clay Thompson plays the rest of that game, it for sure goes to seven. I think the Raptors win Game Seven at home without Kevin Durant. I really don't. I think they're demoralized at that point after having it slip right through their fingers in Game Five and then losing Game Six. I think at that point the Raptors are the ones up against the ropes and bloodied and beaten and hoping to land a lucky shot. I mean, it's. I mean, we could debate it, but we don't know. know. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but to your point, in the moment, we all know they wouldn't have won the championship if not for the injuries. Sure. I mean, the the Warriors team, like it or not, it's a it's the the super team of all super teams, included Kevin Durant going into the postseason. Right. But then you could you could logically argue, yeah, but they they won a championship in seventy three regular season games with that pretty much that same team without Kevin Durant, and so. Like even beating a Kevin Durant-less Golden State Warriors team, you'd still say, yeah, but if they had Durant, but they still beat like an all-time great team. The fact that Clay was out, I'm going to forget about this in five or ten years, especially if Kawhi stays with Toronto and they back it up with another championship or something. That I mean, might that, change the way I look happen. at this. Absolutely. But if it's a standalone and he goes to the Clippers, and uh, by the way, Toronto's GM is getting offered $10 million a year on a 10-year contract in an ownership stake to go to the Wizards. So they might what lose was their- that story? A security guard or an off-duty or a cop tried to stop the Toronto GM from going on the court, and the Toronto GM sort of slapped him, and now the cop wants to press charges against the GM. Yeah, he wasn't showing his press pass. Yeah, but like he might go to Washington. Yeah. And so you might wind up losing the architect of your roster and the player that delivered the championship to you coming off a situation in which you only won because the Warriors had injured players. Do you guys think Kawhi stays? I really, I, don't. I really don't think he stays. I think he goes to the Clippers. It's a great story. I don't think he stays. Yeah, I'm with Phil. I think Clippers is the logical landing spot for Kawhi. Go play for Doc? Yep. 
Makes sense. He'll go and like he'll write something in playerstribune.com or something. Does that even still exist? Does Players Tribune yeah. yeah. still exist? Think still so. Like he'll have someone write something for him in Players Tribune. <laughs> a thank you to Toronto fans. Just to, like how do I handle this without making everyone mad is what he's going to have to figure out. But he will not. I don't think he stays with Toronto. So that was fun though. Having another team besides the Warriors, I really think we can talk about this more next week. But I think if you're the Timberwolves and you're putting together a front office and you've got Carl Anthony Towns and you're talking about trading for a guy like D'Angelo Russell and the Warriors are no longer going to be a super team and Toronto just won a championship, there's just a lot of doors opening right now in the NBA. And I think it, I think it's fun. I don't want the NBA to be as wide open as the NHL, but I like that there's like some uncertainty of who wins the title next season. And there's going to be fun. a shift this offseason in terms of the powers in the NBA and where they lie. But I'm really... Really looking. It's going to be a. It's going to have a whole new look next season. Are, are the Rockets in big trouble? I can't figure out where they're going. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I really. But they, they could be. It, see, it seems like they they're could take open, a definite step back. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. seems like they're open to big shakeups in Houston. So Golden State could. Golden State's not not necessarily going to be bad, but they could take a step back. I wouldn't be Houston surprised. Two steps back. I wouldn't be surprised from listening to Stephen A. Smith and Brian Windhorst talk about it today, if. Things completely break down with Mike D'Antoni because he's a lame duck coach right now, and they've already said that he'll go into next season as a lame duck coach. I wouldn't be surprised if things completely break down and he's not even the coach next year. Hmm. Wow, write that down, Tibbs. Maybe is that that's that's binding. <laughs> I'll put that on my right. Verbally, verbally binding. I'll put that on my right. I'll take Mike Tibbs D'Antoni then. will not be the coach next year. Tibbs Didn't will we be. decide that a little while ago? That that's a new rule. If you say write that down there during the yeah. week, it's if you it's say binding? it on the microphone or off. If you just say write that down. Write that it's, down. It's verbally like binding. It. I'll write that down. Write that down around the write? office. I'll write it down. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni won't be the Just coach of the Rockets next year. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> <laughs> we wrap with Royce next. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. All right, we're going to do this acapella. Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the uh, Score North mobile app. Technical difficulties here in the uh, 5 o'clock hour for the second day. So Jonathan's going to go be a hero. Well, we get Patrick Royce on the line. We wrap with Royce every day. On this show, uh, we haven't been watching in the last hour and a half. But uh, Pebble Beach, where's the wind, Pat? Where's the, where are the conditions? Uh, well, it, it did get firmer today, right? They didn't shoot by, they didn't uh, have the same scores because the greens were kicking them off. Now I'm at the, I've been at the ballpark all day, so I haven't really seen much of it. Uh, I don't think they were tearing it up though, right? Or somebody, uh, somebody out in front that I don't know about. Yeah, Justin Rose was uh, had it to eight at one point, seven, I believe, seven, and finished with seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay, is so he still leading that? Yes. Where'd your uh, favorite, I, I saw your favorite was hacking it around a little bit. What'd he end up, about even or 100? E- even par. By the way, Justin Rose minus seven, uh, Louis Oosthuizen is minus six, and I think Tiger finished even par, so... Yeah, yeah, I haven't. Uh, now this weekend we'll uh, we'll have a lot more devotion to uh, watching uh, watching golf. But one thing it is, if you want to go to a ball game, uh, they don't get it over early in the day. With the, they love uh, running those, uh, you know, still having players playing at eight o'clock at night uh, out at Pebble Beach because they can put it into prime time. So they're uh, very favorable to them. How are things out at the ballpark, Patrick? Oh, just fine. Uh, the uh, they had a festive, uh, not festive, but a wonderful uh, fundraiser for the Gillette Hospital today. Uh, uh, you know, with Joe as the as the central figure, they had five hundred. The whole uh, atrium here was filled up with five hundred uh, people. They were taking down the tables when I walked in, and I saw some of the uh, companies that uh, were uh, you know had tables, and 
I got to think they raised a whole lot of money here today. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard a number, but I, I would guess it's over a hundred grand. And, uh, you know, that was kind of the first big event of the, of the weekend. I don't know. Uh, I would guess that the uh, athletes who are in town and the Johans here and uh, quite a few of them have come in, uh, might, might have a little gathering someplace this evening that, uh, where they, uh, where they imbibe and, uh, tell body stories and have a good old time. So. And, and everybody worried about rain tomorrow, but hopefully Joe will declare that it should not rain, and that will be fine. Do you think Joe Maurer is a Hall of Famer? We were talking a little bit earlier on the show. I was convinced, no, uh, with uh, with seeing uh, the, uh, the uh, I don't want to say lower standards, more generous standards of the younger voters who are starting to move into the uh, selection uh, group uh, with the, with the uh, writers. I think he probably will before his 10 years are up. He won't go on the ballot till 23, 2023. And, uh, you know, they got 10 years after that. I, I would think that, uh, you know, all of us old crotchety guys who, uh, think he got to be Yogi Berra, uh, will be dead by then. So he'll be in better shape, I would think. So, <laughs> you know, I would think that, you know, the, now that, People talk about Harold Baines, and that certainly created a new standard, but uh, that was done by a veterans committee. But I, I, I think the voting uh, in general, ever since that year where we didn't put anybody in and everybody raised hell, a lot of people have gotten much more uh, free with their ballots, and now you hear complaints that they only can vote for 10, when in the past you had a lot of people only voting for a couple of guys. So... Uh, I think he's got a shot. Yeah, I think he's got a better shot. And, uh, you know, as you get a little further removed, too, uh, people remember him more as a catcher than as a, uh, you know, look at these numbers for a catcher, not, you know, spending much time reminding themselves that he spent eight years at first base. But, uh, yeah, I think he's got a I, uh, I, Two years ago, I would have said no. Now I'd say I think it's better than 50-50. But it's not going to be quick. It's going to take a while. It'll be five, six years probably. You'll have to build some momentum. Yeah. Pat, what are your general parameters for who is a Hall of Famer and who isn't? I'm not a raw number guy. I'm kind of uh, a who I perceived to be the best player of that generation. Uh, you know, if I consider this guy to have been the best at his position for a 15 year period, uh, I'll look hard at him. That's, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I certainly look at the numbers and could be swayed by the numbers when I'm 50-50, but uh, there's guys that, like, for instance, I vote for Omar Vizcal. He's the best shortstop I ever saw, and he played for 22 years. And now I didn't get to see Ozzy all the time, but, uh, you know, the fact that Omar turned himself from an automatic out to a, you know, a, a competitive hitter, not a great hitter, certainly, but a competitive hitter. And, and I think what we're going to do now is we still got to judge these guys of that generation by the requirements we put on middle infielders, even though, you know, that these are very difficult positions, even though they aren't as difficult as they used to be going forward, as long as we're in this whole shift here. So if you know what I'm saying, if you know what I'm saying, anyway, I think that it's, yeah. uh, you know, that, 
you still got to remember, even though shortstop, rangy shortstops with fantastic hands are not as important today as they were even three, four years ago, you got to remember Omar for the generation in which he played. I, I really spent a lot of time looking at where they stand. That's why I was a that's why I was a long and Morris guy, even though a lot of people look at the raw numbers and aren't sure. So the high ERA and things like that. But the best pitcher in a league for a decade, I take a hard look at a guy. Hey, Pat, why do you think that the relationship between the fan base here and Joe became so complex? Money. We're, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we think that uh, a lot of us think that we should, that all athletes should be grateful and, uh, you know, and take uh, less money than is the market value and, uh, uh, you know, that uh, they want a guy, plus they want a guy to hit 20, you know, who's, who's uh, you know, making $23 million and who they look at is six foot four, six foot five, and they wonder why he doesn't hit all runs. And it was the power and the whole thing. But most of it money, I think. The, uh, the uh, you know, well, you know, Joe should have taken $15 million so we could sign more pitchers. And that, that whole attitude of, you know, you see that in the NFL, too. Uh, why wouldn't Chris Kyle Rudolph take less money to help the Vikings? Because... Because he won't be able to walk five years from now, okay? And he'd like to have, a, you know, that, that he's ruined his body. And I think that, uh, I think that's part of the Minnesota ethic that we uh, we we resent people who make huge amounts of money. Yeah. Not all of us, obviously, and people are getting smarter about that. But if you want to ask me why fifty-five-year-old Swedes got mad at him, it's because he was making too much money. How do you think Joe Maurer, if Joe Maurer's career was, let's say, you know, emerging into its prime right now, or he was just coming up, do you think he still would have had the same swing, or do you think he would have? Do you think he would have gone into the launch angle? That's a good question. That's a good question. I uh, I think he would have. Uh, I don't know, boy. He was, you know, he was, he was. When when did we get to him? Because that's a swing he picked up and. And the Cretan youth of age twelve, you know, I mean, when will you? When would you have had to get to him to change it to be more of a lift hitter and uh, you know, lifted launch angle and all that stuff? I, I think it would depend upon. I can't see him changing after three batting titles. Can you? I, I just no. think that he says this is because he didn't really change much, even when he had all those you know, 40 hits a year taken away by the left fielder standing on the line and the center fielder standing in the left center and the, and the shirt and the second baseman standing behind second base. He didn't, uh, you know, they were shifting on him before they were shifting, you know, the old, the old form of shift. And he didn't, he didn't change. He didn't try to pull the ball into the right center field gap and make him pay for that or pull it down the line. So I don't know if he would have changed you know, if he was just emerging now, yeah, he probably would have changed and gone more for the power. But uh, not he would have already been halfway through his career. I don't think he would have changed. No. So, uh, but he's, uh, I mean, it, the funny thing is, is a lot of people are, you know, Crone's production has certainly been fantastic as his replacement. But on that pathetic offensive team last year, hitting team, Joe was probably their second best player. Yeah. 
you know, because he was getting on base, and you know, I I, I think we resented him less as a leadoff hitter, didn't we? Because yeah. You know, he was getting on base, and that was, you know, all of a sudden we didn't worry about power like we did they did before. But uh, I don't know. The, the other thing is uh, when he started getting hurt and the old bilateral leg weakness, idiocy, uh, that's another reason they turned on him because they thought he should have been back there playing 140 games a year, damn it. And so what if he took a couple of foul balls off his mask and got his brain rattled? He should have been back there playing, you know. You know, you, the main problem with Joe and every other athlete is, for some reason, people, fans, always side with management instead of, you know, in, in disputes and money disputes and stuff like that. And I don't understand why, but we do. It is so. it is funny. I mean, the money's the money's going to go somewhere. It's either going to go to a millionaire or a billionaire. And yeah, right. sometimes yeah. we tend so to it, side with the billionaire on that. And, you know, we're, we're happy when Chad Greenway uh, has to take half as much money as he was promised because, and, and then he plays 450 or 500 plays and they don't give his money back. Yeah. Yay, good. Good for the Vikings. They didn't have to pay him as much. So. Yep. Uh, Pat, well, enjoy uh, sellout baseball at Target Field this weekend, and we'll catch up on Monday. Yeah, in two, three hours, we'll probably have everybody in here. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. New policies yeah, in place. What are Thanks, you talking Brad. about? New policies. Well, here's the thing. I know that people work, so I'm not, I'm not ripping you if you're going from work to a ball game. But if you have extra time and you're showing up to a baseball game, a sellout baseball game at like six fifty five, thinking you're just going to walk in, that's on. That's that's no longer on the Twins. Right. That's on you. They, I agree one hundred percent. They said uh, tonight and tomorrow. They said get there by five o'clock. Is tonight officially a sellout? Uh, there, there were a few by five o'clock scattered seats left early this mo- or this morning. So I'm guessing now it's sold out. What time tomorrow is first night, pitch? Tomorrow night six o'clock. Seven o'clock. But there, but there's a Prince giveaway tonight that goes oh. very fast, and the first ten thousand fans get it. And I'm sure people will go there at about six forty five or so, thinking, well, I didn't get my Prince giveaway. I wanted that Prince giveaway. If anybody at the Twins is. Listener to score north. They did umbrellas a couple of years ago, and it was one of the few things that was not distributed in the press box. Prince oh, wow. umbrellas, like purple Prince rain. Umbrella. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. And yep, yeah, very cool. But they, uh, but they were a hot commodity. And they I were love not all the. Since we're talking about giveaways, the co-branded hats that they have. You like those? Those are all really cool looking. Really cool looking. Again, Minnesota Twins. If you're listening. It's like uh, them, all the college ones too. All of them. All of them. Minnesota Twins. That's I like. Why you want free hats. I love hats. You're so transparent. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. even like them that much. They're not giving away co-branded Cubs Twins hats. Just yeah, so you know. sorry. No, that's yeah. fine. I need some. I need yeah, some twins. Hobby, I need some twins. Hobby Baez night I at Target Fields. <laughs> See you guys. That was great today.